and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. magicians how are you so very very random live class i finished a coaching session about an hour ago with my coach and i promised her that i would do this live class because something really interesting and weird happened but actually we realized that i've probably been having transmissions for lack of a better word and i don't like Oh, the word transmission is, I should stop saying that. And you guys will understand why I have a lot of issues soon around mysticism and all that stuff. Because so today, some, um, I went, I have a coach, right? I've actually, I actually work with two coaches. So I believe that as a coach, I also practice what I what I preach, right? I have two coaches. I have online courses that I attend as well. So my one coach is a business coach. And then this coach is my friend, Mary Lou, and she and I work with her around Tantra work. So Tantra relationship stuff, really understanding who I am in terms of romantic relationships, life relationships, and just, yeah, doing Tantra work. But a lot of the work that we tend to do together is this work around the inner masculine and the inner feminine, right? So last in a video that I did a a few days ago, I shared that something crazy happened to me last year during the bank account challenge is that um, during when I was still hosting my bank accounts, bank account challenges, I had a thousand three hundred something people enroll and the challenge was free. And a lot of healers were saying, 
saying to me, holding space for that many people without energy coming back isn't healthy in terms of the amount of energy that you're constantly letting out. And if you're not getting energy back in terms of some kind of monetary payment, it's going to exhaust you. Well, I was like, I know better, I can do this, whatever, and I'm gonna do the full on holding of space 24 seven, I'm going to do it fully as I do for all the Money Magic students, etc. And of course, ta-da, like literally the last day of the challenge, the right side of my body was just like, oh my God, falling apart and it was very, very weak and so, um, I started doing physio to understand what had happened. Like the muscles in my body were just one way, one day, the next day I could barely walk. Um, the right side wasn't able to do much of anything. So there was no real, everyone was like, did you pull a muscle? Why is everything this way? Nothing. So I started physio and I also started acupuncture. And from there, it was interesting because as I started, as I've been working with uh, my coach around the um, relationship stuff, she one day said to me, let's try working with your inner masculine and the inner feminine because you keep saying that your body is really divided into two. Like I, for months, I felt like my body was split in two, like one side was the left side and one side was the right side and the right side was showing me flames. So we started working with the inner masculine and the inner feminine and I freaking kid you not, I'd been working with uh, my physio for like three months not a lot of shifts were happening. We were doing exercises, we we're doing everything. As soon as we started doing the inner work for real around the inner masculine and the inner feminine and working with the right side as the inner masculine and the inner feminine on the left, shifts, like insane shifts. My body is now a-okay, right? And uh, fantastic. But it was just such an incredible aha moment of seeing the left and the right and the way that my body was um, working in terms of physically as well. There were so much, um, there was just such a big shift. I can't even explain it. I, uh, the, my right foot had actually bunions. It was the one toe had started shifting that way. And as far as I knew, the only way to, to correct this was through surgery. But I've always believed that, you know what, like inner healing and the inner work and doing the work, it often shows up in your energy field before it shows up in your body. So I did the work and there was a lot of like healing of the inner child and the inner teen, a lot of working with my inner masculine and my inner feminine. And the very first time we started connecting with my inner masculine, he showed up like I could never feel fully into my right, the right side of my body and feel into my inner masculine, which was this. <laughs> which was weird, right? Because with my inner on the left, when I feel into my inner feminine, I'm able to have her talk and transmit and share. But with my inner masculine, it was always difficult. And the first time my inner masculine showed up, he showed up on a different, like externally. I could only visualize this part of me externally and showed up as broken and completely 
sad and twisted onto himself. And one of the things that I received was if I wanted to heal and truly heal, my inner masculine was asking me to rest, to stop going all over the place, to stop doing, to stop overdoing. That's when I changed the bank account course into a course, the fall in love with your bank account challenge into a course because my inner masculine was, was like, I am exhausted to hold so many energies is tiring and please rest, do less, right? So that was the first, first request that my inner masculine ever asked of me. And then later asked me to connect with the earth and then to start connect, start doing yoga more fully, more than anything else. And in a kind of weird way, I went to physio literally a month later and I remember my physiotherapist being like, what the hell just happened? You're literally almost like a different person. The right side of your body, the muscles, the exercises that we're doing, you're completely different, right? Like there is such a visible shift. And I, and he was like, oh, the exercises are finally working. I was like, I promise you, it's got nothing to do with that. I've been working with my inner masculine and my body has been telling me what it needs to heal. And I've literally just been working with that and it's been working, but that's not actually what this, <laughs> this class is about, right? So I wanted to share, uh, even though this is interconnected. So today's session with my coach was really around, we weren't even doing money stuff. It was more around that a lot of people keep sending me um stuff around religion religion in the money mag in my emails right when i send out the newsletters some people will send me emails about do you believe in god or they'll try to convert me or something and it was starting to feel like this is abuse and yesterday i had a similar email right and it felt like super triggering for me so one of the things that we started working on was, well, what if we work again? We haven't had a communication with the inner feminine and inner masculine. Maybe your inner masculine is critical of you or your inner feminine is critical and it's showing up as criticism. So I was like, okay, fantastic. Let's do, uh, let's do another inner masculine and inner feminine, uh, talk and dialogue and have them talk to each other and see what they say. What came up was absolutely incredible, right? So I didn't expect it and she didn't expect it, right? And so the first thing that came up was I was, um, I had a memory where I went right back into a past life that I've been trying to, not trying to heal. I've been working with this past life for a very, very long time, for a few years, but it's actually not one of the past lives that comes up often for me. So one of the things that I will say is that people that work with me often have past life experiences. So if they, when they do the money magic meditations or I coach people one-on-one, -on -one, what often happens is they have past life experiences right and they have these um they go into their past lives and i don't know why that happens joy says it's got to do with i don't know she's like i'm a grid healer or something 
I don't understand all those things, right? But it just, it's one of the things that I know I do. I help people go into different lifetimes, right? And it's just something that the money magic, the meditations also do. So anyway, we're just having a conversation and this past life memory came up again. So for me, my, my past life memories have always come up. It's very, very easy. I see them all the time. I've never felt like that there's a deep division between this lifetime and another lifetime. That's why I feel like it's all just one thing, you know? What I did in another lifetime is still affecting me in this lifetime if it hasn't been healed energetically or even in my behaviors, I see it. So in this particular lifetime, it was the dark ages and I was involved with, um, I was considered a witch, even though like, I think I was more, uh, my belief is I was more of a medicine woman, right? But I was considered a witch at the time. And a lot of people uh, would come to me for healing. And one day I met a nobleman whom I have met again in this lifetime. And we had a relationship again in this lifetime. It was crazy. Same issues as the past life. Interesting stuff. But anyway, so in that lifetime, I met him, his fing his uh, hand had um, an injury. It had like a sore that just wouldn't heal. So he'd hurt his hand and nobody could seem to heal the hand. So one day he came to me, people had told him that he may be able to find help uh, from me and I helped him heal his hand hand got healed and then we started having an affair even though he was married at the time this nobleman and well i had kids <laughs> in that lifetime and the church at the same time the church was busy rounding up no uh rounding up the medicine women and the witches and some of them were being thrown into dungeons and being thrown into all sorts of other places so to protect me he brought a priest to the house and asked me to make a blood vow to never practice magic again right or to never practice healing again and so I lit I signed this blood vow but I said I would never want to see him again and that's how I was able to live in that lifetime and be protected and never get arrested again you know well not get arrested but stay clear of the church because the belief was that if you um, sign a blood vow you're held by that vow especially if you're a witch or a spiritual person so the work that I do around vows also came from understanding this memory was it helped me understand years ago how vows play out in our lives because I had seen myself take a blood vow to never practice magic, to never practice healing. And at the time, why this memory was so important for me was that I couldn't, I was doing spirit of money work, but within the money magic work that I was teaching and within Wealthy Money, I was teaching 
budgeting. I was teaching the traditional masculine ways of doing business. And it was very, very difficult for me to be able to share what I do in the meditations, to talk about Akashic Records, to be able to talk about spirit of money work, to be able to talk about trauma and uh, ancestral trauma, because all that fell under healing and magic. And I had still, I was still being held to that vow that I made like 600 years ago or something, you know, 500 years ago, I don't know. But so the minute I was able to release myself from that blood vow, I was able to start teaching the spiritual aspects that I teach around money, even though like, I don't feel like it's super like a magic but it was something that held me back. So I, anyway, today I went back into that memory and it was one of the things that came up is this idea of my feminine feeling like this is what I still, this is what I truly believe is going to be needed as we move forward in terms of the world. But I'm still in some way energetically bound by that vow because how dare I actually say that, oh my God, the world systems are crumbling. How can we be talking about uh, emotions and money and rest and keeping and in mental health and emotional health when really we should be talking about doing and producing and doing more and operating from the masculine way of working. So there was this deep fear of, oh my gosh, how do I show up and teach this work right now if everything is going on? And it felt, and I'm still, and remember, I'm still feeling like I'm being held to this vow that's saying, well, this is like magic and it feels like, yeah, this is what you're asking people to do, but healing is healing. It's a different, it creates magic, I guess, but it's still healing, you know, and within our healing, within our trauma, because here's the, here's the way that we've been taught, right? Is that if we do enough work and if we stay loyal to our companies, our companies will give us raises. But what we're seeing on a global scale right now is that this system hasn't been loyal to us. It has not been loyal to a lot of us, right? And that is the truth. And yet we have been asked to give up so much of our mental health, our emotional health for systems that don't give the same back to us, right? And the truth is that the old way of doing business is being questioned. A lot of us are seeing that maybe this isn't working. The old way of making money and operating doesn't always work. It hasn't been working for a lot of us for a long time. And now it's starting to come to the surface. But there is this whole belief that, oh my gosh, we still need to be operating from the space of working 24-7, that the only way that we're going to survive this is if we become super productive, we become hyper productive, we keep doing the most. Even now when our spirits are saying to us, we are tired, we are exhausted, we're going through an insane collective trauma. <laughs> so Tony, you say we've been asked to give so much of our mental health, our emotional health for systems that don't give back to us. This, yeah, this, right? And it's and somehow we call that productivity. It is not productivity. And our 
our global world is showing us that the earth is showing us that that this doesn't benefit any of us right so there's been this deep fear of showing up and saying at this point if we're tired to rest we need to focus on our emotional well-being and that yes it may feel like freaking magic but healing yourself is how we're going to heal our finances and i feel like as i've been in this fear of like oh my god i don't want to say that because it feels like i am not understanding the gravity of this global situation mind you i'm an economist by profession by the way like that is my background so i understand the economics the markets the gdp what is happening and yet i'm like oh my god i feel like what we need to be talking about are these soft skills the feminine things the fact that like a lot of people are feeling tired and that there is an interaction between our environment and our emotional reaction and right now there are people in china who have developed agoraphobia from the situation and that they don't want to leave their houses anymore because epigenetics is a real thing our environment actually affects us so if don't know how to process what is happening and we don't know how to take a breath from it it is going to affect us so much more deeply and it's going to show up months from now or years from now or even with the next generation right but that this is the thing we've been taught that we need to be in the most productive state but even mother nature has asked us to rest to take time out to go within to be with our emotions so anyway that was the message from my inner feminine and then we started working with my inner masculine um so tony you say cuz the law of nature is give and receive if we are giving and not receiving we are not work- working within the laws of nature and these companies and systems are not honoring the law of reciprocity for real right and this is not to say ignore that your job is on the line ignore what is happening with your finances not at all it's that these things have to work in tandem that at the same time we can be productive and give ourselves rest right that in fact for us to be more productive for the new creative ideas to come to the surface we may need to take a beat and just rest and heal from within and that the magic really is in the healing that healing is what creates the money magic but this is not what we've been taught right so then i we started working with the inner masculine and i was like oh that's already such cool advice right like i'm feeling more relaxed i'm definitely going to talk more about the emotional stuff cuz i feel i really believe that's what's needed but it feels like oh my god is there a place for softness and for this softness in what is happening as we are uh, observe the breakdown of systems and what happened was my inner masculine again showed up as a projection but this time totally different as like um almost like an in and out it kept changing as i was watching this i kept saying like oh my god it's like two different people like one time it's like a modern 
man, right, with a cigar. The next time it's like this dreadlocked, rasta, old grandpa who's smoking a pipe. And what I started to understand and what I felt was that actually what we are witnessing is not so much the birth of the feminine at this point. What we are witnessing at this point is the, is the, I want to say the destruction, but almost like the masculine trying to redefine itself. It's the falling apart of the masculine. If you look at how this entire situation at lo in lockdown actually affects us, it's affecting the most masculine parts of the system, right? It is more calling us to be more within the feminine side of things, to be in lockdown, to be within, to focus on love, to focus on giving love, to focus on nurturing each other, on being in community. But it's not so much the birth of the feminine. The feminine has always been this. We have always been this as the feminine. But what we are seeing is how systems that are very masculine are starting to break down. So for me, what it was showing up as was my inner masculine in total confusion of like, now I'm modern, now I'm ancient, now I'm modern, now I'm ancient. And it's like this grandfather figure, the grandfather that holds the grandfatherly knowledge, and then the modern man that holds the modern knowledge, and somehow they're trying to coexist. And the truth is that if one cannot, one cannot exist without the other, right? They somehow have to find a way to coexist. So the the modern systems and the way that we've been working doesn't feel um, congruent. It doesn't feel, it doesn't work even for the modern man. So even for us in the system of patriarchy and in the system of how we've been working with money of having to constantly produce and constantly do constantly be on the move. We can't be still. We can't be We can't rest isn't working for us. It doesn't work for us, right? So right now, it's what we're actually seeing is the masculine trying to figure itself out as well. It's like the system doesn't work, but they, there's a fight in it, right? In that, well, it seems like the the mode of thinking is like it can either be the modern way of doing business or we go back to the ancient way but the truth is that there has to be a marriage between the two and we don't know what that marriage will look like right and so my coach asked what is the role of the feminine in this time and the answer that I got was that the feminine has always been the feminine, right? The truth is that the feminine has lived through so many systems that were not set by us. They were never set by us for millennia. And what we've done is we've learned to adapt and thrive and continue to grow. So right now, the role of the feminine is to stand rooted and to show the masculine that is scared that, oh my God, there's all this insane uncertainty going on. It's like, 
who will I be if I let go of these financial systems and the way that we do business? So there's this fight of let's do, let's go into the uh, spiritual grandfatherly way or do we go into the complete modern way? So there's a tug of war. So who would I be if I just allowed the uncertainty and surrendered to it and just allowed it to take shape and be what it wants to be? So right now we are seeing that and what we're literally seeing if you look at world governments and you look externally is how there is this fight to keep the system going even as it's breaking down right and there's a fight of oh my god this is uh, is this going to work and then some countries are literally saying like this isn't working we need a new way right and now is a way and now is the opportunity where the masculine systems are also finding themselves because and the way that the role of the feminine is to just rise up and expand and be within the feminine and show a new way because i've been scared to say to people you know what i've been doing your I've been meditating, I've been resting, and my business has still been operating. It's still been going. My bills have been paid, right? Things are still working. So this old mentality that we've been taught about how business needs to work and we need to work all these insane hours and we need to prove our deserving and this is the only way that we're going to make money and make a living and if we help our neighbor in any way or help the person right next to us or give information or give freely we're going to be denied of something those are the old ways and those ways don't work for anyone they are destroying all of us and right now they're coming crashing on us right so if you're wondering about the, the feminine way of doing business right it's still like think about who the feminine is it's about being in community collaborating being um uh, being more emotional bringing the human within it and we don't have to ask the masculine to change to be that we just have to give ourselves permission to be that and by being that is how we serve as a mirror to the masculine to say it is uncertain it is scary but if you surrender to it there is something beautiful that will be birthed and something amazing will start to happen right so yeah that was basically my insight for today or what we decided in the coaching session was more of an intense transmission and i hope that i'd recorded it because what came up was so much more intense than what I was just <laughs> sharing but like that's just the gist of it so let me know if you guys uh, if this is resonating with you if uh, this is making sense and it's again it's not to say that the only way and I also want to point out that my business has a lot of structure right it's not like I am just chilling out I have people who work for wealthy money right and there is a lot of structure which is the masculine side of things so there are things so there has to be a merging of the two because it's not sustainable the way that we have been doing business and I think that a lot of us are feeling it we are understanding that there is something more that has to come to the surface that this way that we've been doing business has been exhausting to us it hasn't benefited men 
in the system. It hasn't benefited women in the system. And the masculine and feminine energy has got nothing to do with gender. You can be a woman operating from masculine energy. You can be a man operating from feminine energy. But maybe it's not about either or. Maybe it's about marrying and balancing the two energies. Because if the feminine it doesn't have this, if you're running a business and you don't have the structure of the masculine, it's also not a sustainable business, right? So without structures, without uh, things in pay, a play, payment structures, be it the tech, etc., the business also can't run. But also to go, 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 and you don't, your mental health is at stake, your emotional health is at stake, and there is no self-care within you when something like this happens it's like it's really hard to keep getting energized and to keep going and to keep flowing and adapting because we are physically drained and physically exhausted right and most of the time what often happens is that we then use the very money that we make in order to make ourselves feel better we end up spending so much money just to look after ourselves and make ourselves feel better and then we like where did the money go where did the savings go because there is no we're trying to make ourselves more energized we're trying to feel less guilty because we don't spend time without with our kids so we're spending all that money to make up for things so there's no money left for savings and emergencies so these two have we have to find a balance between the masculine and the feminine way of doing business. But right now, only one way has ranked higher, right? It's that, oh my God, it's only about the debts. It's only about figuring out how to do the monetary stuff on the physical plane, on the earthly plane. But the truth is that if we don't heal our traumas and heal ourselves, we just keep operating the very same way that our parents operated around money, that our ancestors operated around money. So we keep getting the same financial results because trauma keeps us in a loop. And unfortunately, the healing of trauma or the emotional stuff is considered soft skills or feminine skills, and it's unnecessary within. And we've been taught for generations and for years that that actually holds you up financially that oh my god to be a great business person and to be great at what you do isn't about fine it's about not having emotions at play being able to divorce your emotions from decisions and that has never been true right now is the call for us to start seeing and thinking of a new way to do business because if you are one of those people that's been seeing that this is unsustainable, your soul has been talking to you. So thank you so much, guys. If you've been listening to this and you've gotten value and you're like, oh my God, how do I heal ancestral money trauma? And how do I start to change my relationship with money? I will be opening up the Money Magic course soon. I don't have a date yet. I just woke up this morning and I was like, I think I'm gonna open up the Money Magic course for registration. So. If you want to know more, hit me up, send me an inbox and I'll send you the details. But in the meantime, you can also go to uh, get the a complimentary ebook, which you can get at wealthy-money.com forward slash ebook. And you'll be able to um, use uh, that you can use to start working through some of your
your personal finances as well. But yeah, hit me up if you're interested in learning when the Money Magic course opens for registration. We do a great balance in that course of both the spur well, three things, the spiritual aspects. So going into the Kashik records around money, uh, working with our money stories within the Kashuk Records, working with our money stories across lifetimes, working with vows around money. Then we do the practical aspects around money, which is more like what, I, what people call the masculine aspects, right? And then we do a lot of the emotional healing stuff around money. So if this sounds like something that you would be interested in, hit me up. Um, I'd love to have you in the course. Okay, cheers! I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.